the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church, where we minister in the spirit of excellence under the leadership of our anointed senior pastor, Bukas Sterling III. Please stay tuned at the end of this broadcast for information on how to obtain a copy of today's message in its entirety. And now, Pastor Sterling. I want to invite your attention on this morning to Psalm 150. The word of the Lord reads like this. Praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty firmament. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the lute and the harp. Praise him with the timbrel and dance. Praise him with the stringed instruments and flutes. Praise him with loud cymbals. Praise him with clashing cymbals. Let everything that has breath Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Would you pray with me this morning as we prepare for the word of God this morning? Heavenly Father, we thank you once again for the privilege we have to declare your word. We realize what a privilege it is. And we're praying this morning, Heavenly Spirit, that you would would take over and take charge and speak through this vessel of clay. Words, God, of encouragement, words of edification, words, Heavenly Father, that would change a life, a soul, a being, that would draw someone out of darkness and into the marvelous light. God, I'm praying that you would lift up a heavy head. I'm praying that you would turn someone around. I'm praying, Heavenly Father, that you would remind us of our purpose even on today. Spirit of the living God, I'm praying that you would just have your way in the midst of all that transpires. God, Give power and strength to this feeble body that I might uh, accomplish the assignment that is set before me. Thank you, God, in advance for what you're getting ready to do. I'm leaning, I'm depending, I'm in need of you, Heavenly God. And so, God, if you would just have your way in this time, we would give your name all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise, for you alone are worthy of it all. It's in Jesus' name I pray, and I thank you in advance. And the people of God all say it together, amen and amen. Praise the name of the Lord. This morning, Katerine, as I was preparing to preach on this morning, I was praying, realizing it was Mother's Day, and just trying to contemplate and, and, and pray and seek God to say, you know, Lord, what, 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 what do you want me to preach, God, on a day like today? And, 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 and it's not just any Mother's Day, but this is a Mother's Day like none other that we've probably ever had. And I hope it's one like we never happen to have again. It's a Mother's Day where 
we're separated from our, our moms and, and social distancing and all the other things that are going on and, and dealing in the middle of a pandemic and all the other craziness that's going on. And, and it's just like a, an unusual time. And so I wanted to, to be relevant. I wanted to be in step with what people need for today. And so I prayed and I sought the Lord and I was searching God. God, what is it that you would have to be said in such a time as this? A time when people are not necessarily happy. They may not be excited and jubilant today because even though it's Mother's Day, they have all this other stuff going on. And so there's perhaps a lot of sadness and uncertainty and depression and loneliness and so on and so forth. And so my spirit reminded me that as we go through times like this, instead of focusing on the pain, we've got the focus on the praise. Amen. Because I realize that every pathway out of pain is begun and probably ends with praise. Lord, help me right here. And so I, I began to, to ponder that and I began to think about that, you know, and I, was, I realized that instead of focusing on the pain and focusing on our pause, because we've been paused in our worship, we've been paused in our fellowships, we've been paused in being able to, to hook up with mom and hook up with the ones that we love and have celebrations and all that. But in the middle of all of that, and in the midst of all that, as as disappointing as it is and as disappointing as it could be, it just hit me that, you know what, we really just need to praise the Lord. Amen. And so the Lord led me to this particular passage here in Psalm 150. Here, because what I realize is as we praise God, God inhabits the praises of his people. And when we're lonely and when we're sad and when we're hurting and when we're in pain, if we just begin to praise, God will show up in an extraordinary way. And so what I'm encouraging everyone to do, no matter where you are this morning, I'm encouraging you to walk along with us. And I want to help you understand this whole idea of praise and what God is calling us to, because I guarantee you it will bring you up out of your doldrums from whatever you might be dealing with. I want to talk to you on today from the subject matter, praise the Lord mothers. Now, I realize that I'm preaching to more than just mothers this morning, but since it's Mother's Day, I figure I got to give them their props. And so we want to encourage the mothers to praise the Lord, but I also want to encourage all the others who are here and who are listening and and who are all about and who will tune in. I want to encourage you as well to praise the Lord. Amen. And so that's our subject matter idea that we want to kind of convey this morning is praise the Lord mothers. David, in the uh, midst of the multitude of psalms that are here in the book of psalms, and David didn't write them all, but the composition, if you will, of the book of psalms finds itself ending with this psalm of praise. And in fact, it is a an instruction, a reaffirmation, a, a commanding of praise to close out a book that has been filled with an encouragement and filled with exaltations and filled with psalms and poems that encourage us to praise. And so this Psalm 150 that we have here is a it is an excellent psalm to culminate the entire book of Psalms, the 150th Psalm. Because what 
it does. It kind of says if you didn't get it in the other 149, here's what we really need to be doing. Praise the Lord. And he starts the whole psalm off like that. He says, praise the Lord. But here's what I want you to see. He says, praise the Lord, because he encourages us. And you see the exclamation point there. It's, 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 a, it's almost a command to you. It's a, it's a shout to you. It's a, a thrusting to you that says, praise the Lord. I mean, just in case you were getting sad, just in case you were getting down, just in case you were getting miserable, just in case you were getting depressed, just in case you didn't think you were going to make it, praise the Lord. Just in case you, 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 was, you was ready to throw in the towel, don't throw in the towel, praise the Lord. No matter what's going on, it's a great place to start. Praise the Lord. But watch this. He says, first of all, praise the Lord in. Y'all see that in your text? It's right there in verse number one. He says, praise God in. Stay there, stay there, stay there. Because what I want to walk us through is, first of all, he says, praise God in his sanctuary. And when I read that, I got sad. I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm going to be transparent with you because I'm kind of, I'm, I'm missing the gathering of the saints together in the sanctuary for worship. And when I read that, my heart kind of sunk and I said, God, I can't, I can't preach this. I can't preach this because, because this is going to make everybody sad all over again. And God said, wait a minute, step back. So I stepped back from the text and he said, read it again. And I read it again and it said, praise God in and I said, okay, God, where you want us to praise you in? And it still said it again, his sanctuary. Lord, help mercy. And then, and then I, as, as I began to stay there, and God said, stay right there, stay right there. And I said, but God, everybody's going to get sad. I'm going to make everybody sad if I say that because it's making me sad. And God said, no, step back and read it again. I stepped back. And I went back and I read it again, and it still said the same thing. But this time something happened. <laughs> Lord Jesus. I read it and it said, praise God. But it said, praise God in his sanctuary. And my spirit reminded me that the sanctuary of God is not the brick and mortar. Lord, help me, Jesus. It reminded me that, that, that we are now the place of the dwelling of God. We are now the temple of God. And so God encourages us and God reminds us that we ought to praise God in his temple. And if he lives in you, you're his temple. And so there ought to be a praise in you. There ought to be a praise coming up out of you. You. There ought to be a, oh, help me, Jesus, because in you is where his grace abides. In you is where his glory is revealed. In you is where his power is manifested. And he says, praise God in his sanctuary. If you're, if you're a part of the living God, if, if he dwells inside of you, praise him in yourself. I'll tell you, if nobody else won't praise him, you ought to have a praise in your own self. You ought to have a praise that'll... Ah, rise up inside of you. Praise him in his sanctuary. And then I thought, I said, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I, I said, God, you've got to be saying more than that. And I said, well, let me, let me look at this thing. Let me look at this. And I, and I, I began to do a little research and I, I looked that up and I said, you know, well, the, the sanctuary of God is, 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 watch this, not just his dwelling place, Lord have mercy, but, but the sanctuary of God is, is his holy area. And so the, 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 the text says, praise God in his holy area. And, and it goes on, watch this. He says, praise him in, because we're still praising him in, uh, praise him in his mighty firmament. And, and then that's what really began to open up this text for me, because it, it wasn't just a matter of praising him, watch this, in a sanctuary 
sanctuary or in a brick and mortar building or it, it, it went beyond that to praising him within me and and then it went even beyond that when we talk about the firmament of God because the firmament of God is the holy area of God it is the atmosphere of God and so what the psalmist says you need to praise God in the atmosphere you need to take some praise and put it up in the atmosphere you need to be shouting to the glory of God you need to be elating the God who loves you and died for you and saved you praise God in his mighty firmament if nobody else can put praise in the firmament God has done enough for you that you ought to want to put some praise in the firmament Lord help me right here because I know I know I know I know you're sophisticated I know you're reserved. You got to hear me here. If you think about what God has done for you in your life, you ought not be ashamed to put some praise in the atmosphere, to put it up in his mighty firmament and praise him in the atmosphere. If you can't do that, if you can't get to the house of God, if you can't get to the brick and mortar, I know you can put some praise in the atmosphere. I know you can put some praise up in the atmosphere. Pastor, how do I put praise up in the atmosphere? Well, let me say it like this. When you go over to the Redskins Stadium or or if you happen to be a Dallas fan, you go to the Dallas Stadium and when they're playing football, Lord have mercy, you can stand outside the stadium. Help me, Jesus. You can be in a helicopter hovering above the stadium and all above the stadium and all above the arena and all above the place where your athletic uh, uh, teams are playing there is a, a shout in the atmosphere there's a rumbling in the atmosphere there's a noise in the atmosphere and you're doing all that for a team that ain't done nothing for you well I'm calling you this morning to put praise in the atmosphere for a God who's done more for you than anybody else can ever do I'm calling you this morning to put a shout in the air to put some noise in the air to put some holly Hallelujah in the air because he's worthy he's worthy he's worthy for us to praise him so we ought to praise him in like his sanctuary we ought to praise him in his mighty firmament Lord Jesus we ought to praise him because watch this he's an uncontainable God you can't contain him in a building Lord Jesus and so that's why that's why the, the church house is not the only place where we can give him praise he's a God that you cannot contain he's a God that owns all the firmament he's a God that he's got angels coming to and fro saying holy holy is the Lord God almighty and if angels can put praise in the atmosphere and he never dies on the cross for an angel but he died on the cross for you then surely you and I can put praise in the atmosphere for a God who has done so much for us praise him in first of all but then he comes back because it doesn't end praise is not over by praising him in he comes back and he says now verse 2 praise him for whoo 
So watch this. So we're not just praising for no reason. We, we, got, we got a four. There's a reason to praise him. We're going to praise him in his mighty acts and in his, in his mighty firmament. And we're going to praise him in his sanctuary. We're going to put praise in the atmosphere. And, but we're also going to praise him for. Now watch this. It says praise him for his mighty acts. Lord, have mercy. Praise him for his mighty acts. Now, I know. Listen, there's all kinds of reasons to complain. There's all kinds of reasons to be disappointed. There's all kinds of reasons not to give God praise. There's, there's all kinds of reasons we ought to turn and say, Lord, where are you and what are you doing? But the psalmist reminds him, reminds us, watch this, to praise him for his mighty acts, Lord Jesus. And even though you've got a lot of things that you can complain about, there's also a whole lot of mighty acts that he's done in your life. Can I talk to somebody this morning? It, if you've got a job, you ought to praise him for your job. If you've got a job that's still paying you while you're sitting at home, you ought to praise him for his mighty act. It's a mighty act of God for you to be working for the federal government and you sitting at home and they sending you a full-blown check. That's a mighty act of God. I declare, if you, Lord have mercy, if you've got, if you still have a job when 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 30 something billion people in the United States have lost their job and you still working, that's a mighty act of God. Somehow God has put favor on your life. Lord have mercy. That's a mighty act of God. Praise him for his mighty acts. If you haven't got the virus, you ought to praise him Lord Jesus that you protected me from the virus that's a mighty act of God if you got the virus and recovered from it you ought to praise God for his mighty act Lord have mercy if you have the virus now but you're not intubated in the hospital but you're just in quarantine you ought to praise God for his mighty act Lord have mercy if you've got life health strength you ought to praise God for his mighty act you don't know that the health that you have is just one movement from putting you in a stroke you don't realize it's a mighty act of God that's keeping you in the middle of turmoil Lord have mercy if you've got a house to live in praise him for his mighty act if you've got food on your table praise him for his mighty act if you ate beef last night chicken last night pork last night don't you realize they're closing down factories because of the pandemic but here you are eating chicken here you are eating beef here you are eating pork praise God for his mighty act he is 
mighty. He is awesome. Praise him for what he's done in your life. Praise him if you've got strength. Praise him if you got toilet paper. Praise him if you got Clorox wipes. Praise the Lord for his mighty acts. I declare some things we take for granted, but God is doing some awesome works, mighty acts in the middle of a pandemic. Praise him for his mighty acts. If you got a mother, praise him. If you had a mother and she gone home to be with God, praise the Lord. If you got children, praise God. Because don't you realize giving birth is a mighty act of God. It ain't guaranteed. You carry a baby for nine long months and the baby came out ten toes, ten fingers, two eyes, one mouth, one nose. Mine was working, hands was working, legs was working. The child had grown up, got an education. Praise God. That's a mighty act. Praise him for his mighty acts. Lord have mercy. I can go on and on because there's a lot of mighty acts that God has done in our life. If he brought you up out of darkness, that was a mighty act. If you put down your liquor bottle, that was a mighty act of God. If you stopped lying, you stopped cheating, you done turned from wickedness to holiness. That's a mighty act of God. If he saved your soul, you ought to praise him for his mighty acts. I'm trying to help us right here. We got a whole lot to praise God for. You praise him in, but you also want to praise him for. Watch this. Third thing he says, praise him according. I love this. This is, this is, I mean, this is just, this is just so easy. It's just, it's, it's like taking candy from a baby. It says, praise him according. Now watch this. This word according gives the understanding of in proportion to, in equality to, watch this, praise him according, praise him in, a, in proportion to, praise him in equality to his excellent greatness. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Now, I'm getting ready to mess you up. Because what the psalmist is saying is that your praise ought to be equal to the excellent greatness of God. All right, here we go. So, if the excellent greatness of God is just hand clap greatness, then that's how you ought to praise him. But wait a minute. If God has done all the things we just said he did, and, and, if, and if, if, if the excellent greatness of God is like we understand it to be, then what that really means is my praise needs to rise higher to meet 
watch this, the level of his excellent greatness. Far too many of us, our praise is nowhere near the excellent greatness of God. Listen, listen to me, listen to me. Don't hold back on your praise as if God hasn't been excellent and great in your life. In other words, don't hold back on praising him as if somehow you are waiting for him to do more. Everything he's already done has been worthy of you losing your voice for. Lord Jesus, everything God's already done is worthy of you shouting all over your house, running up and down the stairs, waking everybody up in the house. I mean, your praise ought to rise and be in accordance with his excellent greatness. To continue our journey, tune in next week for the second half of today's message. Praise the Lord. You have been listening to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church under the leadership of Senior Pastor Bukas Sterling III, where we minister in the spirit of excellence. We pray that you have been richly blessed by today's message. Financial contributions in support of this ministry are welcome. We thank you in advance for uniting with us in kingdom building. For a copy of this sermon on CD or to hear this message again on the web, please visit our website at KetteringMinistries.org and remember to reference the title or broadcast date. We hope that you have enjoyed our journey together and we invite you to join us for one of our Spirit-filled worship services Sundays at 8 a.m. or 11 a.m. at our new edifice called the Legacy Center located at 6909 Crane Highway, Upper Marlboro, Maryland. For additional information, go to our website at KetteringMinistries.org or contact our church office at 301-627-9500. Please join us again as Senior Pastor Bukas Sterling III and the Kettering Baptist Church family minister in the spirit of excellence.